is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill Herman. Welcome back to Be You Podcast. So I was invited to speak. I used to do a lot of public speaking. I was a paid speaker, and I haven't done that in quite a while. I think it's been three years, maybe even longer, about three years. And I was invited to speak in front of a room full of women. The event was put on by some really powerful, successful, amazing women who are attorneys in a local law firm. And one of them is someone, uh, Trisha Paul. She listens to the podcast. Hey, Trish. And we... We're really good friends in high school and then lost touch for decades and reconnected. And I didn't realize she was listening to the podcast. So she reached out and asked me if I would speak at this event. And I want to share with you that, you know, I have a lot of experience in public speaking and, you know, something bigger and wiser than me told me, don't do a PowerPoint. Don't do it the way you've done it in the past. Just have a conversation. Just connect with them human to human and have a conversation. I also, after getting that guidance, decided that I wanted to challenge myself to essentially practice embodiment. If you've never listened to the show before, you may not have heard us talk about that. You may be way ahead of me on this topic, by the way. But if you're someone who doesn't quite know what that means, because I didn't know what that meant, I certainly don't want to talk down to you, right? But I didn't know what embodiment meant. People would throw that around on social media or in the world of personal development, and I didn't quite get it. And so a quick explanation is when something that we have learned cognitively is embodied, then we start acting it and being it. We don't have to think about it. So I can know something and then I can like know it deep, deep, deep in my body. And it's embodied to the point where I on autopilot will respond differently to a situation or respond differently to something that used to trigger me or carry myself differently, show up differently without having to think about it. It's embodied. It's in me. It's in my way of being. So I decided to challenge myself with embodiment and say to myself, you know, all this work I've been doing, and I just, I don't like using the word work with, with this healing journey. You know, what I've been committed to for years now and really finding and remembering who I really am and then sharing that with you on this podcast, how much of that is really embodied? And if it is embodied, I should be able to just stand up there and free flow like I do on the podcast. 
So I decided to do that. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I put a few bullet points into the notes section of my phone, and I wasn't even sure if that was the direction I would go. But I felt really sure when I stood up there that one, there was going to be a bit of a head game. I could tell that my ego and my head were getting going to challenge me, that I was going to slip into some old patterns of, I'm not good enough. They don't want to know what I have to say. They think I'm better than them. They think I think I know more than them. They're judging me. Like This is the shit that was coming up in my head. And I knew that that was going to happen before I even walked up there. I could feel it in my body. But I really wasn't even nervous at all. I'm not nervous to speak in front of people. I've spoken in front of thousands and thousands, like 8,000 a few times. And so it wasn't speaking in front of them. It's that I could feel that it was going to be an initiation, that I was going to get my ass kicked a little bit in this classroom. I could feel it, a classroom that I felt very comfortable in. So when I grabbed the microphone, I knew immediately that I needed to talk about the idea the concept of us questioning everything, of us just pausing and realizing that every woman around us, everyone in that audience, not just has the same head trash and stories and shit. I mean, that that's a novel concept to some people, but not just that, but that it was important for me to say that Everything that we're looking at around us, every way we're interacting, the way we're dressed right now is a result, nothing bad about it, but a result of our masks, a facade, our defense mechanisms, our stories, our patterns, like the stuff that was created without us realizing it when we were little kids. That when we were little, whatever it is that happened, a conversation, a comment, an experience, whatever it was, We as a little child said, I shouldn't act that way. I should act this way. I shouldn't be that way. I should be this way. Because if I do this, then I'll be safe. If I do this, I'll get love. If I do this, they'll they'll notice me. If I do this, they won't notice me. And so we come up with these ways to sort of like piecemeal ourselves together and create this thing we call a personality. And when I said that to this audience, I noticed that for some of them, it was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was okay with that. And I saw a few other women looking at me like, oh my God, yes, I did do that. I don't really know who the hell I am. The talk was excavating the real you. And I could have gotten up there and done a great women's empowerment, go girl, girl boss, you know, be you talk. But I decided to get uncomfortable cause other people to be uncomfortable, to make it very imperfect and maybe even a little messy and have no plan. And what happened was really beautiful. Two things happened. One, I had a big realization for myself. While I was talking, I realized I don't want to do this anymore. I love these humans, but I am not meant to serve people in this way anymore. I I literally wanted to say, like quite literally wanted to say, but I wouldn't say that. How unprofessional and rude would it be? But I wanted to say, you know what? Just listen to my podcast and drop the mic and walk out. Of course, that would be unkind. Like I wanted to be there. I was honored to be there. I was excited to be there. I was connecting with these people. I could see these women in the audience, a few of them locking eyes with me like, Yes, you're speaking to me. I need to hear this. 
honored to have that experience. And I realized, and have you ever realized this? I bet you have. Or if you haven't, I bet you will after hearing me say this. I realized, you know what? I needed to do this to know that I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't feel that way yesterday. I didn't feel that way the day before, but I get it. And if I hadn't made it uncomfortable and raw and unrehearsed with no PowerPoint, et cetera, I never would have gotten the message because I would have been on what? I would have been on autopilot. I wouldn't have been coming from a place of embodiment. I would have been coming from a place of ego, my mind, what I had memorized, what I had learned, and just spewing out information. And they would have loved it and they would have swooned and clapped and it would have been great. No one was swooning. I think they thought, oh, it's pretty good. Interesting stuff to think about. And it needed to be that way. Because I also needed to get that realization that, you know what, Jill, this is not the path for you anymore. This was your path. This is not your path. You go down this path and you are going to be so unhappy and you're going to be taken off course. This is not the path for you. While I was speaking, I was like, felt myself a couple times go out of my body and see myself on my property where I live, hosting women's circles, gathering women, doing my crystal alchemy bowls, leading breathwork sessions, helping people unload the stuff that I was talking about in my talk with my microphone in front of everybody, actually helping them release that shit instead of just telling them, hey, do you know you have this shit to release? I'm not judging the message of, did you know you have this shit to release? I just realized I'm not the person to say it anymore. I'm just not. Even this podcast, it's going to evolve. It's morphing. I can feel it. I can feel it right now. So I felt so clearly. I know for sure. My husband questioned me after I said it. He's like, well, maybe it was the venue. Maybe it was this. Maybe I bet if you spoke of this event, you'd love it. And I bought into that for a minute. And then I went back to center. Nope. No. The fact that there were women talking while I was talking, the fact that there were women who got up and left to go up and get food and there was a big gaping hole in the middle of the seating didn't happen by accident. It didn't happen just to trip me up and make me uncomfortable to see how good I was. It happened to trick me up and make me uncomfortable and remind me, this isn't fucking you anymore. This is not you anymore. And the women who were locking eyes with me and connecting with me, I could, if you're listening to this podcast and you're new to the show and you heard about me when I spoke, you heard about the show and you're here, thank you for being here. I know you know who you are. There was a real connection there. I was meant to connect with you so that you could go on a journey of self-discovery and healing and that perhaps you might be going along that journey with me on this podcast. You know, there's knowing and then there's knowing. And I feel it so certainly in my body. So now let me talk about you. What is it in your life that you are doing on autopilot? What is it that doesn't light you up anymore that you may have done in the past and you might be really good at it, but you're doing it out of obligation or you're doing it because you're distracted and you're in your brain and not in your body? What is something that if I said to you, to really, really, really deep in your soul, feel called to do that, not out of guilt, not out of obligation, not because you need to have a, quote, servant's heart. Do you really enjoy it? Does it light you up? Do you want to do that? What is it? And are you willing to walk away from it? If you're willing to walk away from that, you're not just going to open up one parking spot in your parking lot 
of energy. You're going to open up a lot more than that. Several parking spots, but not just for replacement vehicles. For something you can't even recognize, maybe it's a plane, maybe it's not even a car. I invite you to consider that. And maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's something that's just causing you to exist and you've never even given yourself permission to rethink that. Maybe you've never questioned your paradigm enough to say, you know what? Do I really have to keep doing this? Why do I do this? What if I didn't? What if it could be different? What if it could be more fun? What if it could be easier? What if it could flow? What if it could really light me up? Because that is what it means to be you. It's not just uncovering and excavating and peeling back the stories and the masks and the layers and remembering who we are. It's not just that. It's the beingness, even on that journey. You don't have to do all that work and then you find yourself, right? Doing that work, you are being yourself. And when you do that, things, opportunities, people, relationships, experiences, are going to flow right into your realm and come right to you because they are in alignment with the real you. And the real you doesn't do shit that you don't want to do. Of course, the real you does some shit you don't want to do, right? Maybe sometimes you don't want to work out. You you don't want to get up in the morning, but you have goals. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about things that really take your energy things that you're investing your energy in big time that don't have a, an end goal that you're really excited about that you're going for. The real you doesn't walk that way. So just think about that as you go through this week. Ask yourself what you're willing to let go of, what you're willing to walk away from, what you're willing to say, mm, you know, this just isn't me anymore. And maybe it will be in another season, but right now it isn't. And then watch what happens when you follow that prompt. Watch what happens when you open up that space, when you get uncomfortable and you say, okay, I'm ready. What is it? For me, I'm really glad I spoke to that group last night. I wouldn't have had this realization. It's not about speaking. It's about my bigger purpose. It's about my real true north. It's not about deciding that I don't want to do public speaking anymore. That's not it at all. It's about being reminded that I am following one path and one path only, the path of my truest and most authentic self and nothing else. And that was a little reminder. The last episode last week, if you heard it, was me admitting that although the summer was so amazing and full and so much opportunity and so many gifts, so many blessings, and I'm so grateful, and my boundaries were warped and I became exhausted and depleted and I was giving from an empty cup. I was off course. And this experience last night was a reminder that in this way, I was also off course. When you come home to truth, there is nothing like it. There won't be any questioning. You won't be unsure. You will know deep in your bones. You will know. Even if you don't know what it's going to look like exactly, even if there's no plan, you will feel it. Don't doubt it. When you feel it, you will know. It doesn't mean it won't be bumpy. It doesn't mean there won't be challenges. That has nothing to do with truth. Truth doesn't say that 
there will be ease constantly, but there will still be a flow and a sense of ease around it. One exercise you could do is put on a piece of paper, whatever the thing is that you're not sure is for you, or maybe you are and you're afraid to not do it, and then put on a different paper, something that you feel drawn to, secretly you desire, that makes no sense to anyone else. Maybe it's a fantasy. And I want you to test them each out by standing on each piece of paper and breathing slowly, putting your hand on your heart, your other hand on your belly button. Breathe slowly and just feel into it. Maybe even take your phone and record, like a video, record the experience because your body will probably lean into the one you're meant to be doing and the one that you're not, you'll probably lean away from. But either way, just feel into it. This was just a quick loving interruption to a pattern that you might have been living and breathing for quite some time that is no longer serving you. And remember, if it's not serving you, it's not serving others and it's not serving humanity. It's not selfish and it's not bad and wrong to want it to serve you. Most of us have it backwards. I had it backwards forever, especially as women. We are taught and we are almost bred to believe and we're programmed by society to believe that we always need to be serving and giving everybody but ourselves because that's what makes a good woman, a good wife and a good mother and a good friend. If you're a good woman, then you do that. Not only does that make us depleted and we're not really giving to anybody, we just become you know, exhausted martyrs but we're never really giving what we are meant to give to humanity because we're not coming from a place of true love and truth. If we do that, then we will automatically be a gift to the world. No questions asked. All right. So my one request is that you text this episode to just one person. Just send it to one person and tell them what you got out of this and why it meant something to you and why you thought of them. And if you haven't yet, please leave a rating and a review. And before we talk next week, remember to concentrate on breathing, loving yourself, all of yourself, all parts of yourself without any judgment and surrendering, fully surrendering to what is. <laughs>